When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you're going to get arrested for that riff. That was too funky, baby. Too funky. I like it. Yeah, you got to improv a little. That was nice. You got to improv. <laughs> and then I feel like I got to say your name like Dustin Chafin. You got that like name. It. You got that kind of yeah. name. Yeah, it, you know, it rhymes a little. You know, in <laughs> Dustin Chafin, so you can say yeah. it, you know. Yeah, some, your name doesn't rhyme, so. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's different. Lisa's different, different. You know. Yeah. Capper, I, don't know I people, never met a capper. I never did either. <laughs> Are there a lot of cappers out there? Like when you look on social media and stuff. Is there it's, any Anthony uh, Cappers out there? Yeah, there's at least one. Other Is one. There? Yeah, it's not an uncommon uh, German last name, but it's not the okay. most common. Yeah, you are such a mixed mutt. You got a German last name. Yeah. You're Puerto Rican and Italian, and Italian and and um, also Sicilian. I mean, it's wow. similar, but it's from both places. Wow, that's amazing! I feel like you have a lot of races inside of you that don't like each other. So there's like a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of conflict. <laughs> yeah, that's just happening amongst you. That's great. Very cool. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of Dustin Chavins, and uh, oh, is you know. There? Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, and it's always weird, you know. It's like, I and I make yeah, my Google's way better. I mean, I'm sure they're pissed <laughs> off. They're like, they're trying to do things in their life, and they're like, ah, this stupid hack comic has got all the Google. <laughs> I'm never gonna beat but, uh, him on a Google search. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what are you gonna do? So it's a name's a name. Um, yeah, very cool. What has your week been? You been good? Uh, yeah, I've been pretty good. Been uh. Working on uh, some new music and stuff like that. I love it. You're always churning it out, man. Yeah. Well, I stay home a lot, so I figure I, b I better keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about music. It's like different than stand-up, where you can just like, you know, you can listen to the cars go by, and then you can just like write some music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess like every now? week. Oh God, you're you're a podcast nightmare. <laughs> I didn't think you could hear it. Yeah, you're a podcast nightmare. How does Jay not get on to you? He gets on to me about everything. <laughs> How does Jay not go? Hey man, you might want to like nothing. Yeah, all right, hilarious. I always get in trouble, but you get a free pass because you're nice to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My shit's got to be perfect. Drown out the guitars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up. You wouldn't even know him without me. Acts right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's your log. I've been nice. I've been nice for two months, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you have I'm, been nice. 
I've been real pretty nice. Now it's pretty nice. Now I'm going to go crazy. You know, you've been kind of nice. Well, you know. You've been a little bit nice. When you have all this genius, you can't just be nice all the time. You gotta, you're just, when you're just like laying on the sword for everybody, making sure everybody has a shot. <laughs> it's a lot, you know? Heavy, Heavy's the head that wears the crown in. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. Or, That's what I, I that's know. What I, I know. Uh, hilarious. How's your week? But Jay, that has to drive you crazy, Jay. Tell me it doesn't. That he, you can hear the, the, the sound. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I can't. It's, it's too much. All right, you, but that's okay. <laughs> you want me to close the window? Yes, it's a, it's a production. You close the window, and if I'm a jerk for saying that, excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. Let, oh wait, maybe. Okay, I'll close the window after you. Uh... Uh, introduce Adam. Oh, after the show's over? Yeah, I'll yeah, close yeah. the window. <laughs> so late. It just sounds like we're at the beach. Maybe this is, we'll call this the beach episode and we'll cover yeah, like yeah. beach beach bands. We'll do like the beach boys and the cramps and um, yeah, Dale. beach, Dick Dale. We'll just do beach music. <laughs> <laughs> See, See, I don't think that makes me a jerk for call for uh, having this, you know, perfection on the sound quality. I think that's just that's showmanship. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I bang my head, Anthony. Can, All right, let's bring in, let's can, bring yeah. in Adam. I can't, I can't do this alone. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing <laughs> all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, it's uh, funny, great dude. Give him Adam Holtz, everybody. <laughs> No. Hey guys. <laughs> not not that you're not funny, but as a comedian, I just it's almost instinct to bring everybody up and say, this next guy's really funny. <laughs> Every time. I can't help it. Oh, there's a motorcycle. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some nice ambient noise back there. <laughs> See? Am I wrong? Adam, you have my back a little bit? Come on, you're the one that edits this stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's put a lot of noise filters on. <laughs> a lot of noise filters. That Anthony. God forbid you get hot. All right. Oh, you got you guys also missed uh the Surfer Jets from last week as another uh beach band. Surfer Jets? The, the one oh, the, that's the beach band. Yeah. The oh, one from that last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Last week, yeah. That Anthony found. Oh yeah, that's cool. What? Now they're they playing. No, he was just bringing them up when you were doing. Yeah. We were doing the improv on the surf. Oh thing. yeah, it's a big improv day, Anthony. You did some improv on the guitar, and uh, <laughs> I went off on the. I went off like Ellen on the staff. Like we're <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> everybody's just improving, buddy. <laughs> I'm this. Uh, this is not planned. What is that? Just, oh, oh, is it a green? Oh, that is clear. Yeah, I love Pelle, that. Pellegrino. Yeah, you love that. Official you love sponsor. It you love it when it's weird, like with the, <laughs> right. with the green. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to block cool. the name. You see, I could drink it, and you can still see that this is Dustin's vinyl. I appreciate it, buddy. You really look out, and thanks for thanks for shutting your window. I really, I mean, you know, I hate to be a diva. I just, you know. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. want to hear, I want to hear everything you have to say. I want to hear sounds, all your music insight. It sounds better. Anything. I'm just going to be real sweaty. Dude, it's, but it's it sounds hot better. Outside. It's California. It's like 68 out right now. Oh, yeah, but I have this door closed, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a ceiling. All right, we're going to do a GoFundMe <laughs> for an air conditioner for Anthony. <laughs> um, so you if know you guys want to. They make noise. No, nah, mine's on, but you don't hear it. Because mm. you got to get. Uh, I got to get the one you got. Oh, you got to get this. You got to get the. Uh, I think these are better than these fancy ass microphones. Yeah, you know what you it is. I, when I turn on the phantom power, it picks mm, up phantom. all the background sound. Yeah. That's the oh. It, it is not. What? Not better than the fancy mics? Is that what we say? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, without the car sound, I think that this sounds a lot better than than your headphones. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I guess the mic's part sounds right, but I don't think you yeah. hear. I think you hear less noise with these. I think so. But it's good We're now. Right? Do... It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to stop using the fancy mic. Here's the deal. I'm sorry if I don't sound as good as I used to, but. Um, I, 
you know, I have a, a Mac. This is going to be a, a podcast tutorial today. So my, um, my, my laptop is, you know, it's pretty old, but it still works pretty good. It's a Mac and everything, but it stopped um, picking up the zoom. Like it wouldn't, it would, it wasn't enough. I don't know, bandwidth or power. I don't know what the fuck, whatever that is. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't let me get on zoom. So I had oh. to go, I had to resort to my um, iPad and oh. my, uh, and my earbuds that, Apparently don't sound as good as the fancy mic. But once again, if you guys want to send us some money um, and <laughs> up our quality here, yeah. get a, uh, yeah. a low a low sound air conditioner for Anthony. Yes. And uh, a brand new laptop for me. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody, please, uh, you know, you can just comedy hub. Just go to that. They, they have a, some sort of Venmo thing there. All right. This is a weird way to start, but I like it. Now I'm self-conscious. These earbuds don't sound good. Uh, <laughs> no, they sound. Thanks, Jay. That's what I get for messing fine. with you. <laughs> Jay's makes, a company man now. <laughs> yeah. This, all of this talk makes my uh, random uh, poll record uh, much funnier. <laughs> Your I poll think. record? What do you got? The, what kind the of poll random poll. Is that what you call it? Random poll. Random. What do you? Random poll. What is that? Is that, is that a gay bar? What's <laughs> pull, pull, like you pull, you pull out, like is that what you call it? You say uh, random, random pull, pull not pull, like you're pulling a record. That's what you I say, said, pull. You sound like I'm, you said pull. I'm saying, I heard pull. Maybe it's because these earbuds are good. <laughs> you gotta I, push I them heard, in, I... push those in closer to your. Ooh, ears. that is better. That is better. <laughs> I, you said, you said I have a random pole. I, I like, got what? a, I got <laughs> so much random pole. It's a great weekend. Uh... <laughs> a lot of random pole this weekend. Um, yeah, you got a random pole. What's your random pole, Anthony? What do you got? Okay, oddly enough. <laughs> I have this record oh, wow. of spectacular sound effects. Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know if any of these. Oh, act, here it is. Cars. Do you have number you five? Have... Side two, track five. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing excerpts from it. Do you have background. a turntable next to you? Because you know we could play those and get away with it. Yeah. Oh, I don't have it next to me. Oh, uh, wait. But to I be can on play top this one your... next week. Then it's gone. All the well, magic. you heard cars. You heard cars already. Um, electric, All right. You know what? We'll do electric it. train. A, yeah. Then we turn into a morning radio show. We're just doing sound <laughs> effects. Awaka waka. Hey. <laughs> it's got fanfare for Shakespearean <laughs> and other plays. What's what's fanfare? What is that? I don't know. Uh, fanfare. What is that? People clapping. What is that? What's fanfare? I guess it says flourish. Alarm, Royal Flourish, March, Retreat, Drums. Okay, no drums. Know. All right, figure out what fanfare is. I want to hear it next week. It yeah. has laughter. It has applause. But yeah. it has spooky you, stuff, you too. Spaceships. You should play that during your, your act. <laughs> laughter and applause. That's a good idea. <laughs> from a record? If I do it from a record, that's pretty cool. Yeah not cool you, you you don't you don't need it i was just teasing and you're like hey i think i'll do it i'm into uh, it i'm open to ideas after well that. they've done that a lot i think in the beginning um this is a bit it's gonna be a weird show who cares um <clears throat> but i feel like in the beginning of zoom comedy which i feel like i was in there during the you know we all were i guess but in the beginning of of the stages of it and i felt like there was a few shows one show on here on um, comedy hub that was doing it uh chirping bird or something and it was just it was so weird because it was just like it was funny because i love the guys on there they're great guys but it was just like you know he would press the the thing and it would like like we were in so need of laughter like so in need of it sounding like it used to that he would like put a sound effect for laughter after every joke and it just got really weird man drew that's right drew had the laugh track Drew is one of the hosts and it was like so weird. And I was like, dude, you don't, you know, like comedy is sometimes it is about silence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's okay. Especially mine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I but... used to run a, I used to run a bar show in, in New York and uh, we'd have a guy in the sound booth doing, um, doing sound effects off of a, an app on a, on a phone. 
like yeah. applause and all the sitcom yeah. kind of sounds, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, even sitcoms is weird. Like Mash would have been a way better show with a laugh track. Oh man, way better. Oh. Like these are. It's a show about people dying in this Korean War, and they're having a fucking laugh track. That like, would just, be great. I would watch like, Mash if they did that. Yeah, just take this laughs out. Then you, they should reboot it without the laugh track. I Wait, it had laughs. It had laugh track. Oh, it I did have rem- a laugh track. I didn't remember that. Oh. It had a laugh track. I think they stopped doing it towards the end, but the first couple of seasons of MASH, it's a laugh track. Like whenever there's like, you know, Klinger, whoever these guys were, whenever something would happen, they would push the thing or, or then you would hear it. You would just hear it. It wasn't like so somebody's the, app. So <laughs> MASH 70s, had a laugh. <laughs> Nobody had an app in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> So Mash had a, uh, they had a laugh track all the way up to this, the uh, 11th season. Wow. Yeah, that long. I thought they stopped wow, like yeah. halfway through. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, you don't, you, I guess you didn't catch it, Anthony, but they had a laugh I, track. Yeah. I must have seen parts of the movie or something. I, I remember just not liking the show when I was a kid, and I, I haven't yeah. revisited it since I was a kid. The movie's cool. It's like a Robert Altman film. It's really good. Mm. Donald Sutherland stuff. Yeah, it's great. Well, now um, I know it has a laugh track. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I was like, they should take the laugh track out. And you're like, that'd be funny if they put one in. Like, no, yeah. they had one in. <laughs> I didn't right. know that. Nobody they, can hear each other this. on this show. Yeah, they, we all hear probably... weird stuff. Uh, special effect. They probably did. They it was, got it. It was on here, vinyl. Yeah, yeah they, everything was on vinyl back then. Side two, track one, apl- applause. Track two, laughter. That's where it all comes from. This is the mash official. This is uh, this is album two. They have bomb two. sounds. <laughs> they, have, they have like military sounds. Oh, they do. You know, people Actually, got shot. They do. Gun yeah. and pistol shots. Ooh, they have that's that. Nice. Steam trains, diesel trains. Just play that on a loop, like Kevin from Home Alone. You know, keep people away. From, <laughs> keep people from like bothering you, knocking on your door. Weird show. Dustin's vinyl. Adam, did you get any records? No. You say you're going to go to a record store. You're too busy working, making money. No. Yeah, you I haven't like had a chance here. yet. I'm going to try it this weekend. I'm going to try to go to one of those uh, local uh, Salt Lake uh, record stores. There are a bunch of vinyl uh, records that just came out that I want to pick up. Yeah, vinyl's uh, it's a big deal, man. You need yeah. to find a way for this generation to waste more money. And I found a way through uh vinyl records yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we still have our guys like me streaming service and an addiction to vinyl so it's like yep. what are you gonna do uh i got a couple of good ones i was uh, um uh did a record store revolution records here in los angeles and uh it was funny i went to um uh, Nick Novicki, comedian, friend of mine. He's always on the uh, sets with Dustin Chapin and Anthony and I. And uh, we were walking around, and he's a little person, and so it's sometimes hard for him to walk. So it's better for him to bike. So he's on a bicycle, and I was walking. We were walking the streets of Los Angeles, and we were trying to um, surprise our buddy who had a restaurant. This guy Sal Florio used to have a comedy club in Manhattan called the Sal's Comedy Hole. And then he had a, you know, had a restaurant here in Melrose. So we walked all the way like five miles in Melrose and we finally get to the restaurant and it's closed. And like, we sent him a picture. We're like, Hey man, we came to surprise you at the restaurant. I see that you're closed today. We took a picture and we like sent it to him and everything. And then we look up and there's like a big lease sign. So he lost the restaurant and we were like, Hey man, we're just just hanging out. (laughs) Hanging around in front of your broken dreams. Yeah. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. You take a selfie but, in front of it. <laughs> we did. We did. We were like, hey. And then I looked over and was like, oh shit, it's released. It closed two months ago. But uh, but there was a cool record store down the street. So that's the, the upside to the story. And uh, so yeah, you guys know I'm, you know, I'm trying to hang on to my youth and like bands that the kids like. So I got this. This is the uh, I think this is the first album. Or no, it's not, second album. 21 yeah. Pilots, you know, mm. I'm digging this album. Blurry Face, yeah. really Blurry good album. Face, yep. Yeah, I don't think Anthony like it because there's a lot more rap on this album. He didn't like oh. their rapping on the last album, but I think they're really talented. And uh, this is a really cool album. I've only got through the first 
album. It's a two album, uh, you know, album or two record album. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing when you still have the other record to listen to and you've had it for a day or so. It's kind of cool. So it means that I'm flipping the record and I enjoy it. But uh, Blurry Face is a great song. And uh, all this stuff has been good so far. I've just got the first album. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's like sometimes a band, you just, they're uplifting and fun. And I don't know. And, and, the, and the lyrics are kind of like generational about stress and anxiety and like people wanting you to like go this direction in life and all this stuff. And they really have fun lyrics. Like I like really where they go lyrically. Like I think they're tapping into kind of the angst and all the shit that's going on with all of us, every age really. But uh, yeah, I just think it's... Uh, I just dig these guys, so I got now I have two albums by them, and then I became the cliche uh, older guy in the record store. Um, something was playing, and I was like, "Ah, oh, gotta have that." But I knew them at least, and it's one of my favorite uh, bands from my era, <laughs> and Echo and the Bunnymen, which oh, uh, nice. one of my yeah. favorite bands. It's such a, there's such a cool you know sound and like and it was funny because the girl working at the record store she knew nothing about them but she had them on and she's like what era is this and i had to explain what new wave was and it was kind of fun uh (laughs) she's like i go i go it's the 80s she goes the 80s like it was the whole thing and i was like (laughs) because you guys had cars back then i go yeah we did we had crank cars we like cranked them up in the front and um but yeah and so what song would they got me was the killing room which is, uh, you know, such a good song. And that song was on and I was like, oh, shit. And I've never seen it on vinyl. This is an original press and stuff from, you know, I guess like 85, really. So this is, you know, it's a pretty good find. You don't really see Echo and the Bunnymen on vinyl much. But, uh, but yeah, this is just a good, great kind of new wave band that I really dug. Lips Like Sugar is not on here, but that was the song that introduced me to them. That's a really good song. But uh, Killing Moon is, uh, I can listen to that song over and over. It's so good. But uh, so, yeah, so that was a pretty good, you know, pretty good find, you know, but that's a cool record store. It was funny. I was uh, and I was looking, you know, I kind of want to leave a review and, you know, because I want to be because I feel people always leave negative reviews, you know, with like everything. So Leah and I both are trying to leave good reviews, you know, for stores and places we visit because everybody gets a review. So I looked at the record store and there was a young girl that was working there when I was there. But then there was like it was all one stars. Because apparently everybody would go in there and be like, this guy that owns the place is an asshole. He calls us all like just poser hipsters. And like, apparently he just, <laughs> he just flips out and says, nobody knows anything about music. And, he's like, and it was like, and I was like, I got to meet this guy. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was like, in like 12 one stars were like, they have a good selection, but the owner's an asshole. And, you know, just like made fun of me when I bought the music that I bought, which I think that's hilarious because we did a sketch on that. Yeah. We, where Anthony Anthony was the shitty music guy at the record store. And I think that's fucking hilarious that somebody's just like, oh, really? You're going to buy that? Really? You're going to pay my rent with that bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> this record that I have in stock. <laughs> yeah really i hadn't been able to get rid of for a year and a half you're gonna you're gonna buy it get it off my hands really you have no taste even though i bought it yeah <laughs> even though i stocked it yeah <laughs> that seems like the best part about owning a record shop though is that you is... could be judgmental yeah i i wouldn't I want guess. to own a record shop if i couldn't do that well that's how i feel about having online shows i should be able to be judgmental and you guys always get on me <laughs> I didn't say it. I shut the goddamn window. I played my little riffs, and I, I love that. I played window. my little riff. I love it. Like I'm your, like you're my dancing monkey. I played my little riff. I shut my fucking window. What the fuck am I doing here? I ain't making no money. I have a full breakdown. <laughs> fuck this place. You just like go off screen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Hilarious. the best though is like if I if I do that, I, I like I'm leaving. And then yeah. <laughs> the elevator. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm here. back. I'm back. Uh, a little sight gag for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the Twitch, the three Twitch people who accidentally watched the show. <laughs> This was a gamer channel. 
right. <laughs> Why are there old too. guys too, talking about too. 80s music? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we want to play Fortnite. What is going on? Twitch has really lost it. If a girl's not in a bikini, I'm not watching it. All right. Um, <laughs> Twitch gets pretty racy. I had no idea. Oh, does it? Like, I, you know, I, I don't ooh, really watch yeah. it. It's like, you know, watch the channel that loves you? Come on. <laughs> I watch this channel. This yeah, channel yeah, doesn't get yeah. too racy. I mean, it does a little bit. We, we, we push the edge with our material, at least. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, like... Uh, you know, Real like stuff? sexual images. Well, you can't do that. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nipple! We got nipple! <laughs> Man, when Jeff's got here, we go buck wild. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> go buck wild. Is. Well, you know what? He's, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll, I'll just say it. He probably won't let me, want me saying anything, but I don't care. So he's doing a musical. For uh, the New York Comedy Festival, and he's uh, the Sheba Mason did the uh, Jackie Mason musical or whatever, and oh. apparently uh, he's playing a role in the musical called the Heckler, and he has a he has a singing part. Ooh, <laughs> <Singing> <laughs> heckler. wow! And Jeff is going to be singing, and he's got a he's got a singing coach, and he's taking it very serious and does i asked have, him i go go ahead does he have a dance number that's what i was right. gonna say i asked him i said do you have a dance he goes of course they're gonna hire me and not have me dance <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want to see it it's running for three weeks i believe it's i'm not quite sure where it's at. i think you can probably get it on the new york comedy festival.com website go support our friend here of the show jeffrey paul and his a uh, musical debut as the singing heckler in the Jackie Mason story on Broadway. So, yeah, check that out. Um, that's very exciting. It might be a Caroline's. I'm not sure where it is, but you can uh, you can check it out. I think it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just gotta do, you got to do different stuff. I mean, I don't know. You can't just do this show all the time. Am I right, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> I shut the window. I shut What else do you want? <laughs> What do you want? Play a riff. What? I shut Play the a window. Riff. You I got my record riff. of spectacular sound, sound effects. <laughs> what album two of a two album set? I, I don't have everything. record one. <laughs> I give you everything I have. <laughs> All right. Well, today uh, we're doing <laughs> after that meltdown. Brought to you by St. John's Wort. I've been trying to get him to take it, guys. Oh, he keep getting saying, to order it. I need it. I need it. Stop ordering things. Go down to the drugstore and buy it. Go to. There's got to be a CVS in your neighborhood. Like in real life. <laughs> real life. Do real life stuff. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I do. That's why you go into record stores. Like I always feel bad when I order records online. I'm always like, dude, he could have just yeah. supported a place that needs it. And it's I want so really cheaper can't... online though. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty they are. cheap. They are cheap. Yeah. They are cheap. But it just depends if it's something, you know. But I just like the idea of not knowing what I'm buying in a record store. Mm-hmm. There's a, like, you know, just, I don't, I don't like right. to go in. I mean, I'll always ask. Like, there's a, because the girl at the record store was like, I said, because uh, I want that Cowboy Junkie Trinity session. Yeah. And uh, it's never in the record store. Nope. And so she's like, you could order it on discography. And I said, yeah, but that's the kind of, it's kind of my thing. I always ask for it. And I feel, I feel one day, there's going to be a record store that's just going to have it. And then I'll be like, hey, and then I bought it at a record store. And I go, I like that feeling better than just it coming in the mail. And she was like, yeah, that's right. I ordered something and it came in the mail. And I wish I'd gone to a record store. We had a whole thing about, you know, her, her generation's terrible at ordering things and not having real experiences. So, yeah, we're saying a lot today, guys. We, we really should are. have her on um, the show. Bring her on. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Maybe I really want the old mean guy. That's who I want. That's right. the guy I can relate to. I would love the old mean guy. <laughs> that's, that's the guy that's he's up my alley. I don't want a sweet girl <laughs> that could or not be into older dudes. I want the old mean guy. That's what I'm looking for. I'll tell you this: the old mean guy, his window's going to be wide open. That's true, but you know, but he's you know, he's he's a character. We can deal with it. It's, 
<laughs> you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah, green screens and like four hundred dollar mics. You have no excuse. <laughs> you like produce albums. Like you, you're you're on top of all. That's why that's the only reason I give you shit because you oh, know yeah. better. Yeah, if it's some <laughs> random person, Will Papuro, and he's in his and he's in his Honda, like that's one thing. But you have like you know you have the whole thing going on. <laughs> Uh, this mic is so good it's picking up the whole neighborhood i know it's good i gotta i gotta go back to the mic thing apparently jay's got in my head now that i need more (laughs) better quality i'll tell you about some equipment you could hook up your to your ipad oh ipad oh really okay yeah absolutely that'd be great thanks anthony no help to you jay all right anyway I'm just letting us have this time slot. That's all you're giving us. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Come on, Jay. <laughs> all right. So today we, um, we're talking about, uh, we're doing songs. I like doing songs because sometimes the albums are overwhelming. And so mm-hmm. it's fun to, fun to do songs and kind of like, you know, switch it up a little bit. And so I had two genres uh, today, uh, no, two sections. The genres could be what you want, but it basically it was, one was a new song and one was kind of a song you feel is a little underrated when it comes to like people knowing the song. And I'm going to start with you, Anthony, because you're fired up. And so, yeah, uh, let's, what is your, um, let's go with your underrated song. Let's do that. Yes. Um, I picked, uh, I think the whole, I, I picked local H, uh, all the kids are right. Um, from the album, pack up the cats. I think the band is underrated. I think the mm-hmm. album is underrated. The song was a single. Um, it uh, it's unfortunate because they were on. Uh, I think it was Island Records, and this came out in I believe 1998. And uh, like pretty much everybody got fired from the record label right when this was coming out. So everybody that loved them and was like you know b- behind the record. Uh, was fired so the the label didn't really promote it that much and it was kind of the last time that that local h had a big uh kind of mainstream push and um they've been releasing stuff since then uh good music but it's always coming out on these smaller labels um and they're a great live band a two-piece band uh but they they're loud and they sound huge uh but yeah this is uh I think this could have been a, a, a big uh, rock single in 1998 if the uh, label promoted it more. I think it, they're, they're just, they're one of my favorite bands uh, of, of all time. So um, I don't know. Why do you like, why do you, why do you like the song? Like what's uh, lyrically and stuff? Like why lyrically, do you like it? Lyrically, <laughs> I like it because it's, um, it's not a comedy song, but it's very sarcastic and it has a lot of uh, lines that I think are, are funny. Uh, pretty much the whole song is about um, the, the title uh, "All the Kids Are Right" is about uh, it's like uh, the, the the young kids in the audience hating the band, thinking that mm-hmm. they're lame and you know that they're whatever they they don't sound they're so it's, that's what the whole song it's like a self deprecating uh, rock song about the audience yeah. uh, not not thinking that they're any good and. Uh, acknowledging that he also thinks that they're right which i think is is funny it's sort of like yeah i mean i have a lot of meta stuff that is kind of uh i mean comedy songs are not funny as uh the song i did on america's got talent it could could be a direct influence is this this is uh an album that i i had it when it came out you know and i was uh 14 or something starting high school so this was a pretty influential album for me so i i, I could I could say that this uh, influenced the stuff I'm doing now. So they're to blame. So they're to blame. Yes. So <laughs> Simon Cowell's watching this. <laughs> blame local H, both of them. <laughs> um, well, we love you, and what you're doing is great. And I, you know, this is kind of one of those bands that I've always heard of, but I haven't really listened to much of them. I feel like this is like you know, kind of one of those bands, kind of an insider band and stuff. And then I wonder, Anthony, if this band was popular, you probably wouldn't like them as much. Cause I feel like that happens with so many bands, you know, yeah. cause when I, cause when I was young and there was a time and uh, speaking of Island records, um, yeah. you know, U2 was a, was a cool band, 
before they became what they are. And it was like, and then I also wonder what, what kind of what you were saying about the Island Records. I feel like Island Records only cared about you two, to be honest with you. I feel like that was <laughs> the only band they really like, you know, that and, you know, I don't know. It just felt like there wasn't, they were the main artist on that, on that label for a while. Yeah. I don't but, think uh, even think of anybody else. But you know what I mean? I think, um, I just, you know, I wonder how much, you know, when somebody like when you're, there's something about it when a band not everybody likes makes yeah. you like them well, a little bit more. And, and, and not only that it's like kind of cool to like them, but I got to see them at really small rock, rock clubs in New York or, and, and, and I got, yeah. uh, I got to open for them in Chicago uh, a oh, bunch of years great. ago, a band that I was a singer a uh, singer in a band we we opened for them it was a new year's eve show which was a big it's like they're big they're from chicago so the chicago new year's eve show is like the big show of the year for them um and uh, you know that show was like i think it was like 600 people there but every uh every show i've seen in new york okay let's go back a little bit this yeah. is really cool so this is like one of your favorite bands you got to open for them. That's yeah. awesome. Like what? Yeah. So how did how did this come about? Was it like well, okay, contest? So this was, like... it was, yeah. This, did I tell you this? It was. No. This was in the in the MySpace days. Um, oh wow. Okay. They, so they used to do a Halloween show uh, where they would cover. Uh, they would do a whole set as a band. They would do like all Nirvana covers or all yeah. wh whoever. They they pick a different band every Halloween, and um, I think this was 2007. And uh, they were doing this contest on MySpace, and uh, they they just said, you know, if you're a fan of the band, do a video covering one of our songs, and you can come and play the song open, you know, come and do the song at a show opening opening for us. So I made this music video for a song I covered. There they have a song called Cooler Heads, and I covered it. I made a, a video for it, um, and I won the contest. And oh, I awesome. submitted it as as the band name that I was in, which was a band called Kung Fu Grip. Um, and so we won the contest and I was like, well, you know, I reached out there, the management or whatever reached out to me. And I was like, well, uh, we're, we're a band. So can we do like a whole set and can we do our own songs? Uh, and they were like, yeah, do do a set of your own songs, but just do make sure you just do that one song because all the fans will know that one or whatever. That was like the stipulation. So we so we. Um, we drove to Chicago. Uh, we did a couple of wow. shows along the way, and uh, we did this show, and, uh, and it was pretty cool because it was like uh, people on the MySpace page and on their message board on their website. People were like talking about all the videos and the contests and stuff. So like a lot of the people at the venue knew who my band was just from, oh nice from that, and so uh, so we had a really good show, and and we got to do a local h song in front of local h which is a little bit weird but kind of cool <laughs> uh, that's incredible look yeah. at that yeah. yeah that's great i had no idea that's phenomenal yeah yeah you fun. were uh yeah you were you were crushing uh social media before it was even a thing I yeah know. yeah i didn't know it's it would so turn funny. into this <laughs> <laughs> well your life depends on it yeah <laughs> uh wow that's really cool yeah, that's amazing. I don't think too many people have that opportunity to like open no. for the band that they they really dig. And, so if they yeah, were bigger, I mean, that might not have happened. Yeah, maybe. It'd be like me just doing doing ten minutes in front of the cult. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah. So I think this is like I really enjoyed the song. I the the stuff about merch. I think is always you know that was funny. Like you know just about live shows and t-shirts and the kids and the thing. And oh, yeah, yeah they just won't like, wear our t-shirts anymore. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. So yeah, it's just it's it's I love kind of inside lyrics. You know about kind of you know how hard it is or the business or you know whatever. You know I always yeah you know like a song like Turn the Page or you know whenever a band or you know, it has some sort of insight to what it is to be an artist and be on the road or perform live shows. And I don't know. I always think that's a, you know, kind of an interesting back of the room kind of thing that, you know, I think artists get a kick out of it. You know, probably, we probably, probably get it more than the average listener. And so sometimes when you're writing music like that, that might be a reason why you're not mainstream because you're kind <laughs> of like, you know, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like well, I'll tell you, that's the case with comedy. If you try to do that kind of comedy on America's Got Talent, they will send you home. 
well, you know, you showed up, you did your thing. What are you going to do? <laughs> At least you've let it go. Anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, so weird. So, Track five on this record. <laughs> Simon Cowell tells Anthony Capper he's the greatest of all time. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You went to a time machine. I love it. Uh, Adam, how do you feel about it? I feel like you dig this band. Seems oh yeah like- yeah i um i actually haven't listened to them in a while too um i had uh it was their first album that had a uh, bound to the floor on it that was their second album but it was the, the first big big one yeah and and they're a band that um kind of remind me of eve six and harvey danger and uh our lady peace bands that that had these you know these maybe like one monster hit and then deserved so much more i mean if you listen to their albums they have so many great songs on it but oh yeah you know the 90s was a you know kind of a weird time um you know with alt rock you had a lot of these bands that that got kind of pegged as one hit wonders but they they had so much more um local h i think had like five great albums in a row the first five albums are amazing yeah i have to i have to really go through uh their discography it, it's been it, it was so long since i've listened to it i was i mean i really liked bound to the floor and this song i thought was great i you know i really liked that kind of self-depreciating uh uh humor that was in there and and that kind of feeling of you know even from the the other side going to a show and and having such high expectations and then just being so disappointed i mean we've all been to so many concerts like that too yeah i think the Cheryl crow was like that for me i was like wow boring show i've ever seen in my life oh, i went to yeah, a man. i went to a ryan adams show once and he was mm. so hammered on stage oh, that wow. people were just fighting and everybody's sitting down it was this was at a i think it was at the beacon theater there were actually fights in the crowd <laughs> wow wow <laughs> i love it that's a yeah i mean yeah, that's the thing. You don't know what you're going to get sometimes. When you yeah. have an, art, uh, an artist that drinks and stuff, like you just, you know, it's crazy. Very cool. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll just go around. We'll go to Adam. What is your uh, underrated song? All right. So I stuck with the 90s also. And um, of course, uh, yeah. this is and this is a band that um, I feel like so many of their songs are underrated. Um, they, you know, critically they um over the years they've been kind of they've been kind of pegged as one of the better bands of the 90s but um um and this is uh this is pavement and um and the song i picked was frontwards um and i think they're a band that really they didn't really get their due i mean they they only existed from 89 to 99 and they they're reunited now they're touring again but they haven't put out a new album since 99 um but they were uh a you know i think they're starting to get their due more now i mean they're hugely influential um but now recently they just had um the song uh, harness your hope which became big on tiktok so now you have a whole other generation um and that's 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 why they they i think they released a new music video for it they released um uh, an ep spit on a stranger with it uh the funny thing is that song is you know they have so many great songs and that song which was just a b-side off of uh bright in the corners is now their top streaming song but um huh. it is a good song though oh yeah that whole album's great yeah yeah that's another i think that was their next that was their next to last album terror twilight uh was their last one so the one i picked was frontwards and this one actually wasn't even on any of their um lps uh, their their debut album was Slanted Enchanted in 92. This one came out right after on a four-song EP. So I hadn't even heard of the song um, until they put it on a, a best of album, uh, Quarantine the Past. And I think there were, there were a few different pavement songs that I was thinking of, of putting there as like an underrated song. Um, and when you think about it, their only song that actually ever hit the mainstream was uh, uh, Cut Your Hair off of Crooked Rain. Um, but, but this song, I, I feel like encompasses so much of what pavement is about. There is that kind of non sequitur, the neck sequitur lyrics. Um, there's the, you know, there's those kind of like universal truths or these interesting observations that pop up. I love the lyrics in it where it says where, uh, Malcolm sings, I've got style for miles and miles, so much style it's wasting. Um, 
Motive actually one of my favorite pavement lines in it. But I think this is a, you know, I think this is a definitely underrated and definitely underappreciated song. And they have such a big catalog. It's definitely one to check out. And I think it's one, I think they're a band too, where every single fan of theirs has a different favorite song. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of that just goes to, they only had really one mainstream hit. But, um, but also I put them like, I put them in as a band, like um, another band I was going to pick before I, I chose them was the replacements. And I feel like they're kind of similar bands and even actually the replacements had uh, influenced pavement, but they're both bands that are bands that are cited by so many other bands influences, but they just never, for some reason, they just never clicked with the mainstream. Yeah. I, uh, another band that I feel like I've heard of and don't really you know, go out of my way to listen to, but uh, it was funny. Anthony and I were in the car one time and we heard it and we were like, uh, this sounds like the replacements. And I was like trying to, and then I played him some replacements. And so they're definitely an influence. So liking the replacements, I think I automatically like this band. I can't believe they hadn't had anything since 99. That's crazy. Um, they seem like a band that's like very talented. Like uh, I feel like there's a lot of influence there, a lot of, even some blues and things like they, you know, they really can kind of go off and jam, which, you know, I didn't, I didn't think that about them. It's funny. I'd mix them up with somebody else. Like at one point I thought they were some metal band. Like I had no idea. You know, <laughs> oh. sound, you know it sounds like, you know, pavement. Like I yeah. just assumed, you know, and Jeff brought them up once. So I just assumed they were some sort of metal thing. And uh, yeah, but uh, this song's great. I think they're good. They're definitely, I, I went down a wormhole a little bit. I started listening to their first album. And uh, it was it's great. And I just kind of volume one, I think it's called or something. And I just kind of started listening to that and trying to get into them a little bit and trying to, you know, just kind of absorb it more. And, you know, know when people bring up pavement, know, you know what, what they're talking about, because I feel like it's a band. I just, you know, I listen to probably everybody that influences them, but I don't listen to them. So right. but I like the song. <laughs> I thought they were great. Anthony, yeah. you seem like you like them. You're a pavement guy. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I like a lot of pavement stuff. Uh and Stephen Malkmus, uh, his solo stuff, which is what he has been doing from 1999 until Pavement got back together. Yeah, uh, he has a lot of a lot of good solo albums. Also, um, <clears throat> yeah, I like this song. I like the song. I like Pavement. Um, I'm glad that they're reaching a, a a new audience because of of TikTok. That's awesome. But it's not That's this. Right. One. No, this one's still on. No, no. yeah. I like it. <laughs> Very cool. Um, great. My uh, song is, uh, a lot of people have heard it, but I still feel when people um, think of Sinead O'Connor, they always think of like nothing compares to you. They think of, you know, her outlandish behaviors. There's a documentary out now about kind of her, her bipolar uh, problems and psychological problems and things. But I think this is, um, it was the greatest album of, the era um i think this this is such an underrated album um this is uh the lion and the cobra um one of my favorite favorite albums and uh mandinka is one of my favorite songs and it's like can people think of sinead they don't think of this song and even if you have heard it you know it's, it's such a good it's a, it's it's the hardest kind of a hard rock kind of feel to it kind of a hard folk sound i guess is what it was um this song never charted um, I think it, it never charted in the U.S. at all. Um, it was like 17 in U.K. and then like 29 in the Netherlands. On a, a, it was they did a dance remix of it, and it was kind of popular in the dance club scene. But you know, I just feel like this is the song that you know it, it, it is how I was introduced to her on uh, 120 minutes or something. And it was like one of those things where the video was great. She's like covered in gold. She got the shaved head. Like it was great. But uh, it's just one of those Sinead songs that I crank up all the time. And, and I just I just really feel that, like, this is an artist that kind of went in the wrong direction. And I feel like if she had gone more to this sound, I think the uh, the catalog would have been a little more, you know, kind of it, it, true to what she what kind of music she wanted to do. Because they wanted after Nothing Compares to You, they wanted her to sing love songs. They wanted her to kind of like have this angelic kind of, you know, goth voice and everything. But like, this is like this, the music in this is great. And the, you know, the guitars and, the, and, and kind of the effects and stuff that they do with like Jerusalem and all this kind of creepy 
kind of you know dark music and so but i really love that song and uh one of my favorites and uh, anthony how you feeling about mandinka i like it. Nah, 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 nah. i had uh i had not heard it before and oh, nice. uh, i didn't know that uh Sinead O'Connor sounded like that at any point um i really like this it. it's a really good pop rock song I think that if the production was a little less '80s, it would the song itself would be very uh, contemporary. Uh, sounds like a lot of the indie pop rock that is popular right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. A slightly '80s sounding production, but I I, uh, I I liked it. I would listen to more if if more of her stuff sounds like that. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just like I guess when you're old older and like this music was popular at some point you know when you were younger it's like you know I, like i was having the same conversation with this chick about echo and the bunny man and i was just like he's like I, she's like yeah it sounds 80s and i'm just like i go i go does it because i go you know i feel like some bands stay in an era like devo kind of stays in oh, an yeah. era but i feel like you know if devo if something you know but like i don't know i think this could that's why kate bush is able to kind of like you know be popular now with that song because i don't know i think this song could possibly kind of cross over and it wouldn't sound dated if you put it on a soundtrack or something you yeah. put it on a, a TikTok, you know i yeah, think yeah. it just really depends but some bands definitely stay there like def leopard has a hard time doing a new song it's like you know because they just stay there uh very cool adam how'd you feel about mandinka um, I like I like the song. I um <clears throat> I never really got into Sinead O'Connor. Um, you know, other than you know, hearing nothing compares to you, or uh, you know, and and see, obviously seeing the uh, uh, Saturday Night Live performance, which ripped up the picture of the Pope. But um, I'm just I'm just reading here that she did a, a version of uh, Nirvana's All Apologies, which I definitely have to mm. check out. It said she made it into a uh, modern folk hymn. Oh wow! Um, so I gotta yeah, I gotta uh, check out some more of her music. Yeah, she she surprises you with some good stuff. I think she like and even her last album, which I think came out in like two fifteen or something. It's like she she kind of got away from what the producers were doing and her record label was doing, and kind of got back to more rock and stuff, more kind of like Irish rock and kind of folk stuff, which I think is kind of you know what I like about this song. But this is a great album. If you get a chance, listen to the whole album. It's yep. fantastic. I always bring it up because it's like one of my go tos. Um, let's go to the new songs. We don't have a lot of time, but we'll just kind of go through these a little bit. Um, I found a really weird one, which, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, how weird it was. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not even going to be able to pronounce this. Yeah. Uh, hug up, uh, Aryan maybe. I don't know. We're going to go with that. Uh, it's off the Bolts album and, uh, it's a song, uh, right, uh, to riot. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, apparently, um, you know, this is like a, you know, this guy was like a, is like a teenage kind of guitarist in a punk band, uh, Symposium, I think is the name of it. And um, he also opened up for Metallica, which I thought was crazy. But um, oh. yeah, it's, uh, this is, yeah, it was, I, you know, it's when you're just trying to find something new and whatever. And, mm -hmm. and like, uh, I liked it that it was almost annoying in the first couple of minutes couple seconds and i'm like what is what is happening and uh sometimes if i'm in the right head i can get into something weird and this is kind of one of those songs that just that just is drumming it almost sounded like it was just drumming on the side of a building or something right, it's like yeah. it was just like kind of like obnoxious and then it kind of had some breaks and some like industrial music stuff kind of dancey things started happening and then i don't know it just sounded cool and weird and you know it was just uh I don't know, just something that kind of like, you know, you just want something that you're not used to listening to. And this is definitely something that kind of like piqued my interest when I heard it. Uh, Anthony, as a percussionist, did you like enjoy some of that stuff? I feel like. Yeah, I, it was a lot of drumming. In the beginning, it sounded yeah. like uh, bucket yeah. drums or something, a yeah. drum circle yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then, then these electronic kind of dance drums came in and it turned into kind of a almost like a chemical brothers song almost yeah yeah uh but it was cool Unex totally unexpected i didn't expect that kind of sound uh and uh i liked how weird it was it was, it was pretty cool yeah we like weirder here on the show yeah uh <laughs> that's that's why we picked you up all right um adam i thought it was uh i thought it was interesting i think um 
there's uh i mean you have the drums at the beginning you got um this kind of middle eastern sound in the middle and then you have laser beam laser <laughs> beams <laughs> yeah so it was definitely yep there you go <laughs> we got it from spectacular sound effects volume two of the two album set <laughs> this is album two and he's influenced by that album for sure <laughs> Very cool. So what's uh what's your new album? Your new song, Anthony? Oh, I I picked uh the the artist is called uh Phaser Days and the song was called Break. Um and it's kind of indie pop rock, I guess. Uh uh it's it it seems like it's uh, I don't think it's a full I mean maybe there's like a live band but it, it's like a kind of a solo project of uh i forget what the woman's name is uh but this is something that was recommended to me on uh, apple music uh and and i uh it just came out and and i liked it I, I i thought it sounded uh pretty cool i think she's from new zealand uh so we've been uh between me and adam i think we've been we've been picking a lot of uh new zealand uh uh, indie pop rock artists yep. uh, lately, so they, there's something going on over there. It's the new, it's the new Seattle, I right. guess. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, this is a, off of an EP. I just thought it was a cool, cool, catchy little uh, little number. I hear the heroin is actually better over there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this reminded me kind of of Sugar Cubes, and you know, oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. just you know, just that kind of experimental you know, great sounding female vocals and things. And so, yeah, it was cool. It, it was funny going from Mandika, like, you know, to <laughs> Sinead and yeah. yeah, it felt very, very, you know, close to kind of that same type of vibe, I guess. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, Adam, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, this is a band that uh, I hadn't heard of them before. I know just that more of a, definitely a type of music that I would, that I like uh, it has a, uh, a uh, very 90 sound to it and it's you know reminded me of the beths and um mm-hmm. you know some courtney barnett and wet leg so yeah i'm gonna definitely check out um uh the rest of their stuff very cool what was your new song adam well a couple of weeks ago we covered frank turner uh england keep my bones and he put out a new album uh back in may i hadn't heard it yet and um so on, uh, on this trip I'm on right now to Utah, I decided to download a bunch of his more recent albums. And um, uh, I became hooked on this. His new album is called uh, Frank Turner Hardcore. And he goes back to his hardcore punk roots, but it's also uh, an album that's, uh, he's he's basically pissed off and he's just kind of, uh, you know, getting more personal. I mean, he's been personal on all of his albums, but he's getting really personal on this one. Uh, but I picked this one, The Gathering, which is more of a kind of like a fist pumping anthem. It's all about uh, coming out of the pandemic and it's about uh, longing for music, for live music, you know, being able to, as he said, uh, I want to fill up the gaps between us. I want to feel that. And uh, it is a it's a fun song. It's a fun anthem. It reminds me a lot of the struts um, and. Uh, it's got some great lyrics like this one where he says, uh, but we're pent up and we're pissed off and we're perilously close to the precipice. We're butterflies in ballet shoes and brothel creepers coming out of our chrysalis. And nice. it's just like, a, it's just a great, uh, I think it's a fun song. It's a fantastic album to check out. Um, and it was, I mean, I, there was probably three or four songs I was going to pick on this, but this was one of the first singles he put off the album. And uh, I think it's an appropriate one. It's a, it's a, um, kind of the opposite of actually uh uh local the local h songs since this one's all about you know really wanting to be at a show but um (laughs) but yeah i thought this uh i thought it's a great song yeah acoustic punk i think is a genre that i could really really get into yeah i think it's definitely uh yeah it's like it's just yeah it's like he's almost like you could see him performing when you listen to it like it's there's so much energy coming through the music but uh, yeah i definitely yeah once you when you when you call that, when you pick that album, I kind of got into him a little bit more and started listening to some of the work. So yeah, I really like him a lot. I think he's great. Anthony, you like it? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I probably, out of all the songs that we all picked, I probably like this one the least. But it's a, it's still it's still really cool, and I I really liked the uh, the production 
I like the yeah. way everything sounds on on this. The guitars are really beefy and uh, it's cool. It's got great energy. I mean, they captured yeah, you, the energy on that. Yeah, but you you don't like a lot of aggressive males, men, so I can see why. <laughs> there could be only one, you know. It's got to be me. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for watching uh, on YouTube. Thank you for listening on uh, all the podcast platforms, Dustin Vinyl, and, and support Twitch. This is a great channel, and Comedy Hub uh, is our family, so please take care of us. Donate to them if they have something, whatever. We love you. Thanks, Jay. I'll get a better mic. Now I'm paranoid. I will all right, we'll see you guys. window next week. <laughs> And if you're in New York City, go see Jeffrey Paul singing and dancing. All right. Bye, everybody.